Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you someone who gets caught in their head an awful lot? Well, today I'm going to talk about five things that you can use to get yourself out of your head. So thank you for being here and taking your time to improve your life and those around you by taking on board some uplifting information. So I can remember being stuck in my head many, many times, but in particular, I remember being in the workplace a few years back, and actually, it was a really great culture, really great bunch of people I work with. And there was a couple of challenging individuals, there always are. But I can remember just not wanting to speak to people because I was worried of what they were going to say. Like they were going to say no, I was going to upset them. And my job was to go and tell them something or deliver a message or ask them to do something. Obviously, I I had to do it eventually, but I often backed out and just wrote a message on an email or something like that. So I used to worry so much about getting judged. What do other people think about me? Will I be rejected? Will they not like me? What if I'm not liked? It was like I was thinking about it. It was going to be the end of the world. Am I good enough really to be here? All these kind of negative questions that are only going to give you negative answers. Maybe you can relate to this. And then one of the personal development books I stumbled across was a book called Higher Status by Jason Capital, which really helped me transform my mind and the way I was doing things by taking action and the way I moved my body. Is it is a great, great book I'd highly recommend that not many people have heard about when I tell them about it. But it really taught me about carefreeness. Now, carefreeness isn't about not caring about anyone or anything. It's about focusing more on what you can do and focusing on what you can control rather than what you can't. But the analytical mind always gets in and looks at the worst case scenarios. It comes in to protect us. So through that and actually growing in my own journey, I started to notice there are a bunch of different things that really help get me out of my head, particularly make me feel good, more grounded, more confident. And when I had like a lack in one of them, or perhaps I wasn't getting, or perhaps I was doing too much of another thing, which wasn't good for me, I noticed what the good thing would be. Then I started to notice these patterns in how I could feel good and not get stuck in my head so much. So I'm going to go through five things that really you need to start looking at that can really help you get out of your head. And when I say getting out of your head, it's talking about overthinking, getting overwhelmed, and we're getting so caught up in our mind that we're not moving. So the first thing to look at is your nutrition. If you have too much sugar, for instance, you can get very anxious, you can get on edge, you can struggle to focus. And therefore, you keep asking yourself questions, your your mind will start racing. But that's just one example. There are certain sensitivities we have as human beings, and we're all different. But generally, a high load of sugar will will affect your focus and performance. So start looking at what you're eating. Eat as much water-based foods as possible. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a treat, because I have treats. 
we all we all need them at time to time. Obviously, there are certain people who eat clean all the time, but if you want to find out how they do that, go talk to them. That's always the best way to find out how to do something well. But if you start just being more conscious by writing down how am I feeling after after certain times in the day when I've eaten something, you'll start noticing a difference. I've certainly noticed when perhaps I treat myself to something, my energy levels have dropped and therefore I'm less likely to take action. I get tired. I get caught in my own head a little bit. So really start paying attention to your nutrition. The second thing I want to talk about is sleep. Now, I have a friend and she's a she's a sleep coach. And actually, she was one of my first guests to come on the podcast. Lauren, if you ever if you want to scroll back, there's an episode on self-confidence and sleep. And she really goes into depth about sleep. And there's many good sleep books out there. But what's a good amount of sleep? Well, it varies from individual to individual. I'm not an expert, but I do know from my own experience that a certain amount of sleep will affect my mood and my productivity. And if I've got a lack of sleep, I can quite easily get caught in my head, overanalyze things and get exhausted. So just pay attention to you and what's good for you. There are some times that actually a lack of sleep was okay because I had something really exciting the next day, but then I noticed it started catching up with me. And for me, ideally seven hours sleep is good for me. But have a look at the amount of sleep you're getting because that can really cause you to overthink, get tired in your mind if you're not getting what's right for you. And it's not just the quantity, it's the quality. Making sure you've not got phones and things in your bedroom. My third one is the information you're taking in from people around you. Now, I have some very wonderful, beautiful people in my life. I'm very blessed. And that's one skill I've, met, I've, I've had through majority of my life, being able to pick good quality friends. And obviously, I was blessed to have a great family in life. And I know not many, not as many people are, but I've noticed even in these, some of the beautiful intention people, they have got certain limiting beliefs and negative biases just because that that's what they've taken in. Now, if you hang out with people who have negative views, even if they're good intentioned, that's going to get you stuck in your head. If you hang out with people who get stuck in their head, they overthink things and they never really take action, you're going to become like that if you're hanging out with people like that because as human beings, we adapt to our environments. So really start paying attention to who you're hanging out with. That's why I try and surround myself with as many action takers as possible because then I've certainly noticed myself going, right, I need to get a move on here. I need to stop overanalyzing this. So think about how you can surround yourself with more uplifting people who are well, not necessarily uplifting because you could have good up intention people, but just say the a few negative things, but how you can surround yourself with more action takers. So I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about the benefits of looking after your brain health and getting the right nutrition in connection to anxiety. In particular, a big mention to Zanfri who have a phenomenal solution. We know how important it is mindset-wise to think in the right way and do things like journaling or saying great things for ourselves. But are we always looking after 
our brain. Like the nutrition and sources you consume. Zamfri really helped me address this. The problem is we can be deficient in certain vitamins and minerals. And believe me, I've been there working on the mindset, but still not feeling 100%, not having the natural ingredients I needed, not getting the right vitamins in things like vitamin B can really impact your mood. And missing ingredients like ashwagandha can really affect your anxiety. That's the beauty of Zamfri. Their supplement Tranquil Blend has 23 ingredients, including vitamins, minerals, and natural solutions for boosting your brain health and mood, making your days more awesome. It certainly helped me in demanding days live a more calmer and more relaxed day. Just go check out Zamfri on zamfri.com now. It's Zanfri, spelt X-A-N-F-R-E-E. If you or someone you know could benefit from this, click the link in the description below and use the code SELFESTEEM on your purchase to receive 20% off your order. Do it for you and check out Zanfri now at Zanfri.com. Now, let's get you back to the show. So, Let's get on to the fourth point of how to stop getting stuck in your head. The fourth point is your self-talk. If you're saying things like, oh, I can never do this, I can never do that, you are going to act accordingly. People think it's acceptable to put themselves down and give themselves criticism. It is not acceptable. By doing that, you're making yourself feel down and therefore you drag others down with you, even if it's not intentional. I've seen people like this. They're amazing, wonderful, giving human beings, but they pull themselves down and that negative negativity can rub off onto others. So talking to yourself negatively is not acceptable. And I realized how selfish it was because I was affecting others by doing it. So your self-talk is going to keep you stuck in your head if it's negative. But if you keep saying things like, I'm an action taker, I'm awesome, and really embedding it into your identity, then you're going to act in accordance with that. Now, people have this stupid need for instant gratification. Oh, I've been saying I'm awesome passively in the mirror for two days, and I don't feel it. No, because it if you've been saying negative things yourself your whole life, it's going to take a little bit of time, and you need to put emotion into it. Whatever you say after the words, I am, are so so strong, but you need to put emotion attached to it, else your brain will not believe it. The fifth point I want to make, fifth and final point I want to make, is how much of your life are you organizing or sorting? Now, you'll hear this expression, I like to go the flow and see where life takes me. Now, I do too. I'm, I looked at my top values and quite a lot of them are excitement, variety, fun. That's what I value in life. And podcasting for me is fun. But I have to organize my week so that I do the things I need to. And also, I've got things in check. Now, if you're not organizing your life, it's going to organize you. So if you're not sitting down once a week and planning out your week and then saying, right, I'm going to do this on that day, this on that day, then you don't have to be out minute by minute. I'm not saying that, but block out time in your week realistically when it's going to be a good time to work on that big project you want to work on, work on your business, work on your career. When's that going to be? 
obviously some of us has responsibilities. So we've got to be accurate and putting that in our calendars as well. But when we don't organize things and we, we just get too many things in, we're too reactive, we can get stuck in our head then because we just get overwhelmed. You only get, as one of my business coaches says, you only get overwhelmed when you don't have a plan. So therefore make a plan and then you'll be able to get out of your head a lot more. Okay, so those are my tips for you today. So just a quick recap to how you can get out of your head a bit more. Number one, pay attention to the nutrition you're having. Number two, the amount of sleep you're getting. Number three, the information you're taking in from other people. Number four, your self-talk. And number five, reviewing your life. If you don't work on these things or change anything, you're going to keep getting what you've always gotten, as the phrase goes. Because until we start shifting things in our life, then things won't change. If you're waiting for something externally to come along and then get you out of your head, you're going to be waiting for the rest of your life. So make sure you implement something today from what I've talked about. Like I said, I've been there, I've been stuck in my head and I was, my thoughts was, oh, one day it will be better. One day things will just magically, I'll become magically rich and I won't have to be stuck in this environment and I won't have any problems. How inaccurate is that? Everybody has problems, even at the top level. But it's about how you move forward and get yourself out of your head. And that's by taking action. You do not have to have zero fear to take action. It's about feeling fear, feet getting uncomfortable, but taking action anyway. And that has been why I've become so confident. I'm terrified sometimes when I do things, but that gets me out of my head. Okay, so what are you going to do? What are you going to take away from today's episode? So thank you for listening. I appreciate you for being here. And deciding not to listen to rubbish that's going to infect your mind and make you feel down. So I appreciate you for that. If you've appreciated this, please share it with friends and family and give this a rating on Apple or Spotify podcasts so we can reach more people to get the message out there. Thank you so much if you've done so already. I appreciate you and keep working on that self-confidence every single day.